Assalamu alaikum, this is Sayyid Ali Imran, and you're listening to the 40s podcast brought to you by Mizan Institute. This is episode 7 A sound heart is empty of other than Allah. In hadith number 6, we read that one of the companions asks Imam Sadiq regarding the verse of the Quran which says, إِلَّا مَنْ أَطَى بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Surah 68 verse 89 which says, Except those who would come to Allah with safe and protected hearts. The Imam says that a safe and a protected heart is such a heart that goes in the presence of his Lord while there is nothing in it besides his Lord. The Imam then said that every heart in which there is polytheism or doubt, such a heart is a failing heart. The pious people have chosen to restrict themselves from worldly matters so that their hearts are reserved for the matters of the life of hereafter only. You see, when we perform any deed for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should approach these acts with what the Quran calls a qalbin salim, a protected or a sound heart. A sound heart is one that goes into the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while there is nothing in that heart besides his Lord. This person has emptied their heart out from everything other than Allah and doesn't give room to anyone else in that heart. Such people are spiritually very strong and they've done their due diligence when it comes to treading the path of spiritually purifying themselves. They truly begin to embody the verse, Iya kana'abudu, you alone we worship, where the Quranic commentators have said that the sentence structure itself conveys the meaning that we have put ourselves in the presence of Allah alone and that no one has even an ounce of share in our acts of worship. One of the consequences of having a sound and protected heart is that one becomes so conscious and attentive of their actions that they don't let shaitan infiltrate their intentions even when most people would least expect the shaitan to do so. You see, one of the ways the shaitan usually plays around with us is that he sneaks in and infiltrates at a certain point where we aren't prepared for it, when we least expect it. So imagine, you know, we truly are praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his sake. We have a very sincere intention. And shaitan, he knows, he realizes that there's no way he can shake us in our prayers. So what is he going to do? He's going to come and try to attack us from some other related aspect of that prayer. So he may approach us after we're done reciting our prayers and make us feel very happy and conceited about our salat and our prayers. Or he'll approach us before we even begin our prayer. Maybe he'll approach us when we're going towards the masjid. He'll make us think that, you know, I should really be going to the masjid and praying because who's going to see me at home? What's the point of praying at home where no one can see me? So I might as well go to the masjid. So now at this point, instead of you going to the masjid because you realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the command to go to the masjid and that is highly recommended, these secondary thoughts begin to creep in and begin to occupy us. We actually have a narration that alludes to this type of a phenomenon where one of the imams says that two men enter the masjid, one of them was a worshipper and the other was a sinner. But when they both left the masjid, the sinner came out as a true believer, but the worshipper had become a sinner. It just so happened that because when the worshipper went into the masjid, 
He was very boastful and conceited about his worship. So at all times, his thoughts were occupied on his boastfulness. But the sinner, on the other hand, went into the masjid and engaged in ibadah while he was regretful of his sins and he was asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his forgiveness. So when they exited the masjid, the worshipper came out as a sinner and the sinner came out as a true believer and a worshipper. So dear brothers and sisters, you see, we really have to be cautious and attentive. We need to make sure that we don't allow these thoughts, which are the workings of the shaitan, to creep in when we're engaging in our ibadah, in our worship towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our worship isn't just limited to the salat and psalm and the hajj either. Neither are they limited to the individual acts of worship or the congregational acts of worship. Rather, even when it comes to things like giving charity or paying the khums and the zakat, or even more so, the generic things that have been described as acts of worship in the traditions, like, for example, the waiting for the reappearance of the 12th Imam, Sharif. these are all acts of worship. We need to make sure that such thoughts don't creep into our minds. But at the end of the day, even if we want to avoid such thoughts, we have no other choice but to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from shaitan. There isn't anyone else we can even think about seeking refuge in, especially as the Quran condemns such a thing when it says in Surah 72 verse 6, وَأَنَّهُ كَانَ رِجَالٌ مِنَ الْإِنسِ يَعُوذُونَ بِرِجَالٍ مِنَ الْجِنِّ فَزَادُوهُمْ رَحَقًا and that there were men from mankind who sought refuge in men from the jinn, so they only increased them in burden. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, do not seek refuge in anything other than me, because doing such a thing will only increase you in burden. And as a matter of fact, it's wrong to begin with. On the contrary, the Quran tells us repeatedly to seek refuge in Allah from the shaitan. Just one of these verses says, وَقُلْ and say, My Lord, I seek refuge in you from the incitements of the devils. Surah 23 verse 97. The necessity of seeking refuge from shaitan so that our sincerity doesn't get spoiled will become even clearer in the next episode where we'll see how Imam Baqir summarizes all things in two entities. You have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have shaitan, the symbols of truth and falsehood. Thanks for tuning in, and to remain updated on the latest episodes, please follow us on our social media pages. And for more great content and other podcast series, please visit us on mizaninstitute.org. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.